It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What up? Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. No need for music today. A lot to discuss. A lot. I'm, I, I, quite frankly, I'm annoyed today. I'm annoyed. We'll get to that coming up on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, every podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. And anywhere you go, look. You can subscribe to Locked On Bengals, any platform out there as far as podcasting is going. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, you can get Locked On Bengals. But uh, up, up now at LockedOnBengals.com is AJ Green. And that's where I want to start today. No need for a crazy intro. No need for a discussion because somehow the Bengals lost on their bye week. I don't know how the hell it happened, but somehow, someway, the Bengals took an L on their bye week, um, on my show last week, my radio show, Noon to One, every single weekday, ESPN 1530. If you're out of town, you can listen live on the iHeartRadio app. And we did, Mo and I, he's my co-host, Mo Eger and I, we did midseason awards. And I gave A.J. Green my midseason MVP. And he's on pace for the best season or was on pace for the best season since 2013 from a numbers perspective, 19 uh, 90 uh, receptions he was on pace for, over 1,300 yards, and a career-high 12 touchdowns. That was his current pace. And I know Andy's played great, and I know Tyler Boyd's been amazing, but A.J. Green is the straw that stirs the drink. A.J. Green is the guy that can keep hope alive when they're down two scores. He's the one guy that you think, hey, game on the line, Adriel Jeremiah. He's the guy you want to go to. He's their best player. He's their most reliable player. And, yeah, some of us have complained about a couple drops this year. Fine. He's had a couple lapses in in concentration. He's amazing. And somehow, I I was so excited for yesterday because it was fall back. So, and while I hate the whole daylight savings time, but we fell back in Cincinnati, which means an extra hour of sleep on Saturday. So I get an extra hour of sleep. I wake up Sunday. I'm energized. I'm ready to go. I got a quick workout in at the gym, and I'm like, red zone time. Going to watch the red zone channel. And before I could, I went to, uh, it, it was actually while I was at the gym, right before I went to the gym, went to church, then the gym. Had time to sleep in and do all this stuff before football. Never does that. It's never the case. And I get this alert, Ian Rappaport. And then a little while later, I get an alert, Adam Schefter, both talking about an A.J. Green injury. Now, Adam Schefter says A.J. Green's going to miss, quote, some games. Ian Rappaport talked about it earlier today. Here's uh, what NFL Network's top NFL reporter had to say about A.J. Green's injury. But they did have a bad week regardless because A.J. Green, their star receiver, learned earlier in the week that his toe that he injured, thought it was just a, a little bit of turf toe that he'd be able to play through, was actually swelling up and giving him some real problems. So he was set to visit during the bye week Dr. Robert Anderson. That is the noted foot specialist, used to be in Charlotte, now in Green Bay. A.J. Green was going to get an opinion, and it is an incredibly important opinion uh, for the Bengals' best player. The options, K, are all on the table. Could end up being day-to-day, could be week-to-week, in other words, a miss several games, or he could actually end up having surgery 
knocking him out for the season. All of these things are possible as he heads into this very, very big appointment. So A.J. Green down. A.J. Green's down. Um, I, I will say this based on, and I didn't get to go to the stadium today because the open locker room was during the the time, basically the time I can talk to players and media is allowed to talk to players was during the, the radio show noon to one. So I couldn't get down there today. Here's what I will say. Those who were down there say A.J. Green's car wasn't there. So I assume he's seeing the specialist today. Um, but it's just awful news. That's literally the worst case scenario. There's only two guys you could, uh, like, you, no matter what, you could not lose. You've dealt with losing Joe Mixon. You could deal with losing Tyler Boyd, maybe. You've dealt with Eifert Ross. You've dealt with Perfect. You've dealt with Vigil. You've dealt with Glasgow. You've dealt with all these guys. You're losing all these guys. There's two guys you can't lose, Andy Dalton and A.J. Green. And damn it, A.J. Green expected to miss time. Now, who knows? I mean, you heard Rappaport there. Maybe he gets great news, they give it rest, and he's able to go, maybe not for New Orleans, but maybe next week. Maybe that's the case. But as I tweeted yesterday, this is the perfect time to panic. If you're a Bengals fan, the bye was supposed to be the time where you get rest. The bye was supposed to be the time where you heal up and you gear up and you get ready for five more wins. You were going to go five and three these next eight. They were going to beat Cleveland twice. They were going to beat Denver at home. They were going to beat Oakland at home. And then they were going to find a way to beat either New Orleans, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, or Los Angeles, as in the Chargers. They were going to find a way to get one of those games, preferably the Baltimore game, which is a week from Sunday. And instead, everything is now up in the air. We're left questioning everything. Well, will AJ be out for the year? Well, is he going to need surgery? Could he play this week? Will things get so much better for him that he'll play this week? How bad is it? What's going to happen? And it just sucks. It just sucks because it feels like this season, things were just about to come together. Andy Dalton, playing at a really high level, has an offensive coordinator that isn't Ken Zampezi. Has a playbook tailored to his skill set. A second wide receiver emerged in Tyler Boyd. He's having a career season. The Bengals have overcome injuries to both Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. They've overcome injuries to Tyler Eifert and Tyler Croft. They've overcome and overcome and overcome and overcome and overcome. And you wonder if this is it. You wonder if this is the breaking point. If this is the point in the season where A.J. Green misses a month or he misses six weeks and you're like, well, that's where the season ended. Now, I know that's where a lot of you are. I don't think that that has to be the case. Can this Bengals team, along with John Ross, who dressed for practice today, Giovanni Bernard, who dressed for practice today, Billy Price, who I expect to be back this week, can a healthier Bengals team go to Baltimore a week from Sunday and get a W? Yes. Now, don't you dare try to, oh, well, they play the Saints Sunday. They're losing that game. That, that's a loss. I already marked it down. The Bengals are 5-4. and four. Did you see the Saints yesterday? And I get it. It's going to be colder in Cincinnati. I'm going to be at the game in any given Sunday, so there's a possibility that they win. It's possible. But you're not betting on it. I'm not betting on it. And the Bengals, got to be honest. Let's say, let's say Green's close, or Ross is close, or Geo's close to playing, but they're just like, you know, that Drew Brees guy, that Alvin Kamara guy, that Michael Thomas guy who's got a really good idea. I can't believe he did that touchdown celebration yesterday. It's so good. They're really good. Let's get our guys healthy for the more important divisional game the week after. I think that's where we're at. So 
I don't think all hope is lost, but by God, it's close. Teetering on the edge. Teetering on the edge. Andy Dalton without Adriel Jeremiah Green? <laughs> I've said this for a while. and Maybe you say, oh, this is a good time for Andy Dalton to prove himself. Maybe. Maybe it is. Good time for him to prove himself. No doubt about that. I also think that it is a good time for us to see, a bad time, for us to see what Andy has been without AJ throughout his career. I mean, I don't even have to look up the stats. Look back. Andy Dalton without AJ Green is not good. I think a big reason why Andy Dalton got his second contract, got the deal he got with the Bengals, which now he's probably underpaid with the way the quarterback market has been, uh, has been inflated. I think A.J. Green's the reason why Andy Dalton got a second deal. I think A.J. Green's made Andy Dalton look really good. Now, Andy Dalton's gotten better, but A.J. Green's a huge part of that, right? I don't think any of us deny it. Even the biggest Andy Dalton fan in the world has to be able to see, yeah, A.J. Green, he's as important, if not more important, than Andy, and he's a wide receiver, which isn't that important in, in a lot of the great quarterbacks' offenses. The point is, is I don't know if Andy can survive without A.J., not when you're talking about Tyler Boyd. Think about it. Last week we were talking about they need to go get another weapon. That was with AJ. That was with Geo. That was with Tyler Boyd. That was with Joe Mixon. Another weapon. And that's where we're going to go to next. What the hell is going on in the Bengals front office? We'll get to that next. First, a quick shout out to Wiedemann's. Uh, if you haven't tried their blood orange yet, uh, the, their blood orange is, is the bomb. The, the, the ale that they have. The Belgian blonde is my favorite, but, but the blood orange blonde awesome too and i told you about the uh the ellery burger the ellery burger is uh and i forgot the name of it last week so i want to clarify last podcast i was like oh it's that double bacon double meat double this it's called the ellery burger do yourself a favor and try one at wiedemann's they're 10 minutes from downtown on vine street for more they have over 15 craft beers they have liquor it's a, it's a great place to go it's a great place if you're going to watch monday night football tonight if you're going to watch college football games this upcoming weekend maybe you work at png uh, or downtown and you want to go somewhere for lunch go there it, it's a a great spot and uh certainly so, uh, a place to check out and, and i take it back the only day they're closed is mondays which is a, a closed day for for brewery so don't go there for monday night football go there for everything else though weedemansfinebeer.com check them out and uh, let me know if you go because maybe i'll meet you there because it's uh, really close to my house the ellery burger and the belgian blondale go try one today if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, I wonder what the hell the Bengals front office is doing sometimes. I really I really wonder what Mike Brown's doing. I'm with you guys here. Um, look, I get it. They don't want to go all in on their future. Their goal in, in on the present in in impact their future. This Bengals organization is all about doing things 
through the draft, building through the draft, getting guys. You can groom them. You can build them. You can show them the the right way to do things. Like Marvin likes it that way. Mike Brown likes it that way. Uh, Everyone likes it that way, and that's fine. Uh, The great organizations, that's what you do. The draft is your lifeblood. You're going to get a lot of your studs in the draft, and you're going to sign them to extensions and keep them for a decade, and they're going to play well for you, and they're going to play well for you, and that's it. You're going to find your Geno Atkins and your Carlos Dunlaps and your A.J. Greens and your Andy Daltons. Like that, That's it. I totally get it. Absolutely. That's great. Here's the problem. Last week, eight days ago, towards the end of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, A.J. Green goes down. It was... Described as potential turf toe, an issue with his toe. He was going to be just fine. Did the medical staff not tell the front office that there was a chance that this could be bad? I mean, this is potentially season-ending. Now, it might not be. He might not need surgery. But it's potentially season-ending for your 30-year-old star-wide receiver who's by far the best player on your team. Did the medical staff not have a conversation with the front office? Because... All I know is, and yeah, I talked a lot about Deshaun Jackson because he was the perfect fit, but it sounded like he wasn't on the market. All I know is is Demarius Thomas was on the market because he got traded. Golden Tate was on the market because he got traded. Um, there, There were other wide receivers on the market. Jared Cook was potentially on the market, as was the entire Oakland team. This Bengals organization, and maybe they did make a call, didn't think, all right. What are we going to do if we have to survive a month without A.J. Green? We have a pretty good team. Should we go get Demarius Thomas? Should we go get Golden Tate? Nah, we got Cody Core. Nah, we got Josh Malone. Dude, now we got John Ross. Like, I like John Ross. I think John Ross could be really good in this league. But am I putting a whole season on it? Hell no. I'm doubling down. I'm getting insurance. I thought they should go after one of those guys without an injury to A.J. Green. Now there was a chance if your medical team did its job, which I think it did, it seems like they do, that you had to have known that there was a chance that this was going to be bad. Which makes me wonder, what the hell is going on down there? A third-round pick would have got you Golden Tate? Or a third and a seventh to sweeten the pot to beat the Eagles offer? A fourth and a sixth could have got you Demarius? Or a fourth and a seventh without trading because they traded seventh-round picks? What? Go get them. Hell, go get both of them. And, and you might say, oh, James, you're out of your mind. This is not fantasy football. Okay. It's not fantasy football, but did you see Demarius Thomas the other day? Yesterday, first play of the game, impact. Three receptions, 53 yards. How many players on the Bengals... Uh, in the, among the Bengals wide receivers, how many of them have three receptions for 53 yards on the year? I can tell you, I think Cody Core got up to, to three receptions. I think he had three the other day. Yeah, he had three against the Chiefs for 30 yards. The only wide receivers that have 50-plus yards receiving are Alex Erickson, John Ross. A- oh, no, Erickson doesn't. He has 10 yards. No, 44 yards, excuse me. He has 44 yards. So Erickson doesn't even have So it's Ross. It's not Josh Malone. I don't even know if he's caught a ball this year. Maybe one or two. I'm going to just check these stats here while we're podcasting. Yeah, he caught one ball against Carolina. Literally, it's you have three wide receivers who have 53 yards or more. You're telling me Demarius Thomas couldn't help? 
It's literally Boyd, Green, Ross, two of which are injured right now. One season could be over, and the other's dealing with a groin injury, which groin injuries linger. They linger. Not just with John Ross, by the way. They linger with Kenny Stills in Miami. They linger with wide receivers. That's just a wide receiver thing. And you're not going out and getting any of those guys. That's the move you make. That's the move winning franchises make. That's what they do. You go out and you get one. You say, Andy, we're not going to make you throw on third and 10 a fade route to Alex Erickson. And I really like Alex Erickson. And I'm not being mean. And it's not personal to any of these guys. But it's it's just un, it's almost unfair to them. That's not their skill set. Co- Cody Core's on this team not to play wide receiver. Don't let anyone tell you that. He's on this team because he's good at special teams. At least the Bengals feel that way. Alex Erickson is a special teamer, and I would feel fine if Tyler Boyd went down for a game. And instead of Tyler Boyd, you had Alex Erickson lining up in the slot next to A.J. Green. I could deal with that. Wouldn't be as good as Boyd. He could do it. But he's mostly here for his special teams. I don't need him playing outside wide receiver. Clearly, they've soured on Josh Malone. I know some of you are out there like, Josh Malone's better than John Ross. I get that a lot, too. Okay, you can say that. This, this is me patting you on, on your head right now during this podcast. It's not. It's not even close. Like, literally not close. And then the Auden Tate conversation comes up. And while I think Auden Tate can help... I'm not sure if it's fair to put him in that position. So I have no idea why the hell the Bengals didn't make a trade. I have no idea. No clue. Absolutely none. I was told it was a non-issue, right? Uh, I'll be fine. Not a big deal. Really. If there was a 5% chance that he was going to be out for the rest of the year, if there was a 1% chance he was going to be out for the rest of the year, you're rolling the dice on that? Because that's rolling the dice on a season. If A.J. Green misses the rest of the year, They aren't making the playoffs. They aren't sweeping Cleveland. I'm not sure they're beating Denver. I don't think they go on the road to beat Baltimore. Now they can do one of those things. They can go on the road and maybe beat Baltimore without A.J. Green. But they're not going to do that and then come back and handle Cleveland and then come back and do this and do that. They're not going to do all that. They can do one of those things. If you you don't have them for a couple weeks, you can survive for a little bit. But it's just ridiculous. Demarius Thomas should be here or Golden Tate should be here or if – Jared Cook should be here, or Deshaun Jackson, if he was potentially available and the asking price was too high, he should be here. One of those guys should be here. You know who else should potentially be here? Des Bryant. And I'm going to talk a bit more about him. I'm going to talk more about Auden Tate next. But first, a word from my bookie, because where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I always tell my people to visit my bookie, bet with them. They're the best bet this season. They've been in the business for years and they have, look, I get it. You don't want to log onto your desktop to make bets. But it's it's just you got to get it out. You got to put it on your lap, and, and you can do it right from your phone. They have a great mobile site. It's super convenient to to use. And I'm only recommending this because I use it. I use my bookie. I'm urging you to do the same. They have in-game betting. They have live betting. They have awesome player perks. And if you like fantasy football, you can bet the over-under on fantasy points. So Monday Night Football, over-under fantasy points for Zeke Elliott, over-under fantasy points in his debut for Amari Cooper, over-under fantasy points for Deion Lewis. Whoever you want to bet on, you can do that with MyBookie. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code LOCKEDON25 to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON25 
when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Des Bryant, Jeremy Macklin. Those are two names. Two names that you need to keep on your radar. Two names that the Bengals should have on their radar. Two names that should be at Paul Brown Stadium today. Two names that should have been, two, two players. I'm not going to just say names. Two players that should have been at Paul Brown Stadium last Monday. They should have been there last Tuesday. They should have worked out. And the Bengals should be in the process of signing one of them. And maybe they are. Maybe we'll have a breaking news podcast where Dez is flying into CVG Airport and, and coming here like Terrell Owens did in 2010. Maybe that's going to be the case. I don't think so. And that's the problem. You know, a, a lot of you, and, and rightfully so, uh, and, and I was part of it, during training camp, I take videos of Auden Tate, put them up there, say how Auden Tate's a freak and how good he's playing and all that stuff. It's practice. Like, you understand that, right? Like, it's practice. Like, did you play basketball back in the day or, or football or sport back in high school? You, you never beat the best player on the team, on, uh, you know, off the dribble. You, you never made a shot in, uh, in front of uh, the guy that was way better than you. That, that never happened in practice. I'm sure it did. It happens in practice. Auden Tate has a skill set. Auden Tate, there's a place for him in the league. But this idea that Auden Tate should not only be promoted, and I'm fine with him being promoted to the 53, it makes sense. If they need to with A.J. Green missing extended time. Totally on board with that. But this idea that, oh, Auden Tate's going to save the season, that's unfair. That's unfair to him. That's unfair to him to expect a, a seventh-round pick who needs to work on his route running, who isn't that fast, who is big, who is physical, who caught three passes in the preseason. This isn't a guy that had an 11-reception you know, game against the Bears. He had three receptions total. And I get why you like him. I get why a lot of fans like him. I do. But if you're the Bengals, that's what you're turning to? That's the guy that you're saying, all right, Andy, go out there with Auden Tate. No. I'm saying, Andy, you're a 30-year-old veteran quarterback. Let's watch Jeremy Macklin and Des Bryant work out. Let's do our homework on both guys. And let's figure out which one can help us now. And again, this would have been last week when I realized A.J. Green could miss time even if it's a small percentage, could miss time. I would at least have worked out those guys. I would have worked out Bruce Ellington, who I actually think is a, a pretty pretty decent free agent, pretty decent wide receiver. I would have. Two other names to watch, by the way, pass rushers. It, it doesn't go with this segment, but I'm going to mention them anyway. Junior Gallette, I'd be interested in him. I'd be interested in Bruce Irvin, who was released by the Oakland Raiders. Absolutely. you got to replace Carl Lawson somehow. Got to get a speed edge rusher. You need some speed on that edge, as they say. Defense is going to have to be better, too, if A.J. Green's out. But the fact that they didn't go get Dez, and maybe Dez doesn't want to play football, fine. What about Jeremy Macklin? 
kick the tires on him. Now, I'm not saying you go out and sign him. Work him out. Hey, Jeremy, come here. Let's see how you could play. Caught a touchdown against the Bengals last year, week one. Maybe he can be okay. Can he be better than Josh Malone? Maybe. I know Demarius Thomas would have been. I know Golden Tate would have been. So that is where I'm at right now. That's where I'm at with this whole thing is I can't believe that they haven't done anything yet. And if the answer is Auden Tate, you're up. Sounds great. I think it's unfair. I think that is like you at your company putting an intern in charge of a department. Because if you expect, and now be, being on the active 46 man roster, being on the 53 man roster is one thing. That's fine. But expecting him to contribute and be the guy or be a guy? No. I only expect him to be just a guy, not one of the guys, not one of the guys that are going to make a difference. He's going to be just a guy. He's learning, he's young. All right. He's not Anquan Bolden. And despite what my guy Zim Hude sent me, and he sent me a, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, I posted it on, on Friday. He sent me a shirt with Auden Tate. That's great. I love that you guys are so passionate. I love that he's passionate and thinks Auden Tate's going to be great. Fine. He's not there yet. And you know how I know he's not there? The Bengals watch him every day in practice. They don't feel like he's there. The rest of the NFL passed on him as he slid to the seventh round. The rest of the NFL passed on him again when he could have probably been had via trade when the Bengals were cutting down to their final 53-man roster before week one. They didn't get one trade call on him. I was told that. They didn't get one trade call on audit date. And then, to make it even crazier, get this, get this, get this. Not only did they not get one trade call, but then they release him. They release him. And what happens? Not one team claims him. I think Auden Tate has a special skill set. I think he could be good one day. But the last thing you want to do, the last thing you want to do is rush him out there. And with Jeremy Macklin, Bruce Ellington, Des Bryant, Demarius Thomas, Golden Tate, five guys that were available in the last week. Two were traded. Bengals didn't land either of them. Down goes A.J. Green, 5-3. and three. They better hope for good news. I will have a story if there's good news at LockedOnBengals.com. I mean, that's it. you got to cross your fingers and hope it's day-to-day, week-to-week. But if it's, if it's season-ending, I would have been mad anyway. You know, it, it would have been a devastating blow. But it's one thing if it's season-ending and you have Demarius Thomas. It's another if it's season-ending and you're banking on John Ross to stay healthy or, or Josh Malone, etc. I will say this. Maybe it's going to force them to use John Ross creatively and give them a, um, an incentive to, I don't know, put them in a position to have success. I was watching uh, Tampa Bay yesterday. I was watching Red Zone. And you remember how we were going back and forth with O.J. Howard and John Ross before the draft, and a lot of you were like, yeah, I freaking want O.J. Howard. That's fine. O.J. Howard looks really good. No doubt about it. Here's what, here's what annoys me. O.J. Howard is in an offense where they're scheming for him to get open. He sent, he goes in motion. Like, the, the play's going to him. Like, okay. Like, John Ross has never had that. It's never, oh, John, run this slant. It's coming to you. John, here's a screen pass. Do something with it. John, here's this. No, it's, yeah, we might throw it to you once or twice a game, John. Enjoy. 
he's not a part of it. They haven't made him a part of him a part of it yet. So maybe that's one of the benefits here is you get him some confidence, you get him some reps. Good God, I hope they get him some reps. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. We'll have more tomorrow. Joe Goodberry going to join me later in the week. We'll talk football, but it's a bye week, so we'll do some non-football stuff as well. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. I'm James Erpine. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.